Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question reads, have you ever done an episode on kid crushes? My third grader has a secret crush and wrote about it, which I found in her book bag. I think it is adorable. Any tips on how to address or ignore our kids' cute little crushes? The first thing I'll say about kids' crushes is that I think they can be kind of exciting and sometimes a little shocking for us because often this is the first time that your child is having an interaction an experience, an emotion that you don't know about. I always remember sending my kids off, whether it was daycare, when they were really little, and they would come home and use a word, and I would think, I didn't teach them that word. And there's this process, especially with little kids, where you start to hear things and you think, oh my, this is the beginning of of them having some sort of internal life that I don't know about, and that's sort of shocking. So just keep that in your mind. Like, oh, this is something that starts to happen, and it's an age-appropriate thing that starts to happen. There's a temptation, especially with crushes to kind of lean in on the, oh, you have a crush. I found out about it. I would resist any urge to embarrass or tease your kid about their crush because this is the classic example of we are seeing it from our lofty adult point of view and we know it's kind of adorable and slightly ridiculous. But for your kid, it may feel really, really serious. So to feel that they're being laughed at about it is probably not the right approach. I have an article from parents.com that I will link in the show notes and lots of good advice on this. Uh, They talk about you may want to avoid the subject altogether or squeeze out every last detail. Try to find that sweet spot in the middle. You don't need all of this information. Spoiler alert, this is not your new uh, son or daughter-in-law who you're meeting. This is a crush at school. And it's something that your child is navigating and you can be there to guide. But I would resist the urge to play detective. Who is it? How do you feel? A million questions. Hold kid crushes lightly because... Let me tell you, they may be getting married on the elementary school playground this week. And two weeks from now, they're onto something completely new and they've forgotten about it. So resist the urge to overcommit to your kid's crush. I would try to get a sense of how they're feeling If it's sort of a mutual crush, what are they talking about and on what level so you can help kind of guide that experience a little bit. And in that way, keep the conversation around this pretty general. Because again, we're not going to over lean into like the specifics of the situation, which may change right away. When you're talking about third grade, you're talking about fourth grade. This is pre 
sexual crushes. Here's a quote from Lisa Spiegel in the parents' piece. Kids are just starting on a path of putting together the ideas of love, physical feelings, and connections. So what a crush means to a kid may be really, really different than what a crush means to a young adult. But it's still a really good time to talk about boundaries, and you have to put a pretty fine point on that. It is totally fine for you guys to feel this way and talk about it, but you are too young to be doing anything physical. You can set those boundaries for yourself. I would say nothing physical at all. Not hand-holding, not kissing, that you are too young for that, but it is okay to feel really special towards somebody, but your boundary is that nothing physical is allowed at school, after school, anywhere. And here, to be clear, I'm talking about elementary school kids. This conversation is going to change when your kids get into high school. But with little kids, it's not so serious. As parents points out, early infatuations usually don't last long, but your child may be hurt if a classmate says they don't want to be their girlfriend anymore. And this is another chance. Talk it through. This is lessons about disappointments, about changing friendships. These are things your kids are going to be dealing with, and it can be a really good entree into having these conversations and a great opportunity to share some of your experiences from childhood, point out the great qualities of their other friends who they still have, help them navigate it. Don't try to control it. That is the key to dealing with childhood crushes, along with our other two North Stars, which are don't embarrass, resist the urge to kid your kids, and don't hold it tightly. Don't over lean into what it all means, you know, when your kid has a little crush. I hope that helps. And friends, if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them at questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. You can ask them on our Instagram at whatfreshhellcast or on our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash what fresh hellcast. I got it right. And you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you all have a really happy new year. We are looking forward to an exciting 2022 on the What Fresh Hell podcast. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back 
with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks.